T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 971 FM Talk Podcast. Shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Oh, there's a reason. There's a reason. There's hey, a don't reason. check your radio. You are listening to <laughs> Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Mark Cox in along with my partner, Bo Matthews, who's just back from Miami. Miami Beach. You know, they call it uh, SoFlo uh, so down there. SoFlo. So, no, uh, no, SoFlo. SoFlo. I saw oh, the morning news South programs Florida, yeah. in Miami. SoFlo is what they call it. Like, Do they really? Yeah. Welcome to SoFlo? Really? Yeah. And uh, it, it <laughs> you are you are the person I idolize when it comes to vacations. You know how to plan, <laughs> you know how to execute, and you know how to come back refreshed. I'm a horrible vacation planner, <laughs> and I realized this trip, I'm a horrible vacationer. I was in Miami six days, never saw the water once. You did Just like when not. I was a kid. We used to go sit in my grandmother's house. It was 120 degrees in the house, no air conditioning in the 70s, and we'd sit there and we'd never go to the ocean. Didn't even know it was close by. I was <laughs> I was like seven or eight years old. The ocean's here. 2002. Did I'm your dr- I'm parents dr- just not tell you? They never took us. So 2002, my wife and I are headed to Key West, and I'm looking at the GPS when that was the new thing. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, my grandmother's house is six blocks from the ocean and we never went? <laughs> I was so mad. Is and that guess, the property your dad still lives in? No, no, no. He, oh. he she passed seven years ago. He moves closer to the ocean. <laughs> yeah, he lives five blocks from an, an, an uh, ocean port. An ocean port. See, now I would have been onto that. Yeah. But yeah. so in 2002, I was mad. This trip didn't make it to the water once. I said, Dad. And that was your fault, though. No, it was no. I had a rental car, but I was kind of hanging out with the old man, right? Yeah, yeah. I said, Dad, let me take you to Morty's on the beach. Let's go have a steak, have a couple of cocktails. I drank bourbon. Ooh, he, he parties like a frat boy. So I, I said, we're going to go to Morty's. He goes, no, we'll go to the grocery store, go to Publix, we'll get a couple of steaks, we'll cook right here. I'm like, Dad, but it's the ocean. It's right there. They love their Publix down there. Yeah, yeah, they do. And you know, the only time I saw the ocean, from the plane. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. As I flew away. Wow. I'm terrible. That's some of the most beautiful water in the world oh, down there. It's gorgeous. And the women anyway. and men that are beautiful bodies on the beach. I, I, so I saw... What are you looking at, Carl? I, it, you, it's hard to see... I'm not Anything judging. But no, that. Just okay, so here's here's the rule of my house. In, in my mind, <laughs> you go to a place where there's beautiful women everywhere. You yeah. can look once, right. but when you look once. when you look again, that's when you can get in trouble. Right. So anyway, and uh, I was trying not to discriminate for you know because there are women that are listening also that can go to the beach and look at the beautiful okay. Bodies. All right, he's okay. just trying to be all encompassing. Uh-huh. So let me, all let me, embracing. So I didn't see the water. That's one thing I didn't see. What I did see in like one of the only WalMarts in all of Miami. There's like one way west of Miami that we had to drive out to. 
Uh, I saw a woman walking into Walmart. You know how people will, at Lowe's will bring their dog? This woman had like a seven-pound iguana on her chest. As she's walking, I'm like, whoa. I mean, it's almost like a, a, a dinosaur on her. And that's <laughs> she just carries it everywhere she goes. Therapy pet? I don't know. Maybe. How can an iguana be a therapy pet? <laughs> Seriously? Anything. There's a form for it. Just go to the government. They can get they, a husband. It's cold blooded. What's the difference? Come on. Oh, Whoa. man. Okay. Just... This is a uh, <laughs> happy May. All happy in, Mother's Day. All, yeah, really? <laughs> all inclusive uh, weekend here. Um, so that, and then uh, on the plane ride back, packed. Uh, well, by the way, on the way down, uh, I sat next to who I thought was two cast members from Golden Girls. Stan with a bad rug. Remember Stan? Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 uh, uh, B. Arthur's husband, ex husband. Yeah. He was sitting two seats over from me, and I think it was his girlfriend who was probably 70 or better, and they were kissing like they were 15. But she could have been on the set as well of, of Golden Girls. They were adorable, they were nice, but I didn't talk to him much. So that that's uh, something also else. Also took I place in Miami. Yeah, I know. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> so on the way back, though, uh, now I don't know if you guys do reality shows, and mm-hmm. this is... <laughs> This is the great indoors. So during the pandemic, my wife and I, uh, thanks to Trish Gazelle, got me on to 90 Day Fiance. Americans fall in love with foreigners. They get together. They bring them back to this country for 90 days. Keep laughing, Mark. So I'm on the plane. And, you know, towards the end of any flight, people start filing to the restroom, right? So I'm in third row. This lady walks by. And I'm like, wow, she looks like so-and-so from 90 Day Fiance. Well, somebody in the restroom. So she had to back up to about where I was. And I just asked the question. I said, were you on 90 Day Fiance? And See. her signature, yeah, and she did confirm it was her. She, her signature on the show was Tas, Tas, Tas. And she'd put the guns in the air, you know, the air guns in the air. But go, she didn't say it? Tas, Tas, Tas. And uh, no. And, and, did you get a picture with her? I did. So, <laughs> not that it matters, but uh, but so that's the Second Amendment part of my Was she the fiance? Did he bring did the guy? She was the foreigner. She was from Brazil. And he brought her oh, to America. Yeah. Uh, did the wedding work out? Yeah, they're still together. Got a kid. She's a, actually a professional wrestler and a model. Um, wow. Her her name is Paolo. So anyway, for those of you stuck indoors, uh, there's my there's my photo from. Oh wow! Uh, uh, this is radio. I know. I know. I'm sorry to ruin it for Go you. Go to Bo's Facebook page and you can see it. I'm not posting that on there. Are you oh. kidding? Go to my Instagram. I'll put it up there. All How right. about that? Anyway, so horrible vacation planner, Mark. If no, no, that whole story. All I can think of is if if somebody had told me. Bo Matthews watches 90 Day Fiance. I would have bet them $100 they were wrong. Dude. I'd have been broke. Okay, I'll bet you $100 I don't watch uh, uh, Love After Lockup. Never heard of it. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do. People fall in love with incarcerated people, and then when they get out... It's love after lockup. And that's why those two people are on the news right now. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, man. The yeah. Re- the yes. real world is scary enough to me. No, I don't that's need another to watch show, reality Mark. TV. <laughs> that's the Mark Cox Morning Show. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that was, that was, it was a great week. My father, uh, 78 years old, God bless him, dragging a leg, still works at Joseph A. Banks. We drank bourbon till 2.30 in the morning. We, we, we talked. We had so, it was so good. Good. I haven't been around him in uh five years and my sister came down from naples yeah in person my sister came down from naples we hadn't all been together in seven years so it, it was really a great trip so anyway that's it did try some still... good bourbon uh yeah we did Do you remember i i, I do <laughs> it, I'm, I had a few in the evening 
<laughs> but let me tell you, you get drinking, you know, you get past yeah. midnight, anything oh, can happen. my goodness. It was just good stuff. Memories fade. Yeah. That's, so, that's for sure. I need to learn how to vacation a little well, better. Welcome back. back, man. Yeah, thanks. Annie filled in for you. She did a great job. It was great to have her on here. Oh, i got to go back to that the podcast cool. and listen to that. Yeah. Did you talk outdoors or guns? We did. Both. Both. Oh, is she a gun-toting mama? Annie gets your gun. She just she bought to do four a segment. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, worked out to, worked out well. So if you missed that, it's, you can go back to the podcast and uh, listen to that episode. Coming up, though, speaking of guns, wow, those those uh, uh, dastardly dudes and, and ladies up in D.C. in Congress have passed something that, you know, what they do is they name legislation up there like the Everyone Loves Puppies Act. And then how could you be against the Everyone Loves Puppies Act? And then you read it and you realize they've crammed crap in there you would never expect that has anything to do with puppies. Well, that's what they did with the uh, Violence Against Women's Act. And what they ended up doing was putting language in that could very well uh, restrict your Second Amendment rights. Uh, in, in, in Missouri, pretty directly... Uh, and also, you know, if, if you ever go to do a background check for a weapon, it's it's pretty shocking. We're going to talk to Michael Hammond from Gun Owners of America before the end of the show. And it's already passed. It's already a done deal. Done. It's <sighs> passed. It's so in the omnibus bill. This is 2022. Yeah. Back in the day, didn't they used to call that pork? And now in 2022, we call it crap. I think, <laughs> thank you. But I don't know how much money they spent on it, but Ugh. it's crap for sure. For sure. Unbelievable. All that coming up, plus a great way to get your kids involved in fishing. We're going to talk to Scott Isringhausen from the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. Free event coming up. you got plenty of time to plan, and you can get your kid out there and have a great time fishing. The whole family can great get out outdoors. there. There was some cool ideas coming. All right, we've got more coming up on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Mark Cox, Bo Matthews, and Carl Middleman. Pew, pew. Yeah, but we're not doing 
guns right now. We're not. We're oh. talking fishing right now. That's all right. You might want to hold on to you that. You can take me to the river, Bo. <laughs> take me to the river, absolutely. We've got a special guest to join us, uh, Scott Isringhausen, Illinois Department of Natural Resources Urban Fishing Coordinator, to talk about the 33rd Annual Two Rivers Family Fishing Fair. It happens June 11th at Pier Marquette State Park, beautiful area up in that uh, that part of the region. And uh, so welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the great outdoors. You're the great outdoors portion of this program, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, sir? Good, good. Uh, th- welcome to the program, and uh, it, we're a little bit of ways out, so we're looking for people to come by this uh, this uh, fishing fair. I uh, want to get the word out enough time. June 11th is the day. Tell us about the event and what people are going to see. Well, your people are going to be amazed at all the different things that there are to do and see. We, we have about 30 different activities for the for the kids to, to see, everything from a 4,000-gallon fish aquarium from this aquarium They'll be doing fishing shows from the top of it. In addition to that, we'll have a, a dog show where the dogs like to jump inside the aquarium and do a, a ground show with the, with the dogs. The, the guy comes up from, from Oklahoma. One of the most amazing things you've ever seen is the, the aquarium with, with the dog show combination. It's just absolutely awesome. <laughs> Another huge highlight is the big trout pond that we have. The kids can actually catch a trout in the trout pond, take it to the fish cleaning station, have the fish cleaned, then actually eat their fish that they just caught and that'll all take place in about a 30 minute period that is great you know i that's one of my fondest uh scott uh, mark cox here that's one of my fondest memories as a kid i, I remember there was a, a the equivalent of a target near my house when i was growing up and my dad was working and my uncle took me down there and they had a they had a big old pond set up you know a pool above ground with trout in it what and you could stick a fishing line in there and try to catch one of them and the person that caught the biggest one won a tackle box nice and i won a tackle box what? i still have it to this day <laughs> I, really? I still have that tackle box that's one of my fondest memories uh fishing as a child that's fantastic that is great memory uh, great memory making just at this but that could launch into a love of fishing in the great outdoors right well i i sure i sure think so and then i guess sticking on with the, the trout pond and then at the yeah. end of the day at about approximately three thirty to 4 o'clock we drain the pond about half full and then whatever fish is left in there the kids get it get in there and actually noodle the fish out which means <laughs> catch the fish with their hands so that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty entertaining too <laughs> that's great you don't want to throw a couple of catfish or something in there to make that more interesting well, we, we could. We could. <laughs> now, before you drain it halfway and let the kids in there, when the dogs jump in it, uh, are they going after the fish? Because I've never, I mean, I've heard of a dog fish, but I've never heard of a dog fishing. Well, the dogs actually jump in the big aquarium, That the, the big aquarium. This is the pond we're talking about. Oh, okay, okay. The big thing that right. comes in, like it's like a, comes in like on a, a big trailer, which is, you've probably seen like the hog trough or bass tub. That's what it is. Well, anytime I've uh, heard of a giant tank like this, and, and is it a plexiglass so people can see? Through it or not necessarily? They can, and we'll probably have approximately 30 different species of fish inside that aquarium as well. And typically we have a, a spoonbill catfish, uh, which is pretty neat. Uh, you know, you know, different fish that you typically wouldn't see. You know, sturgeon and, you know, common fish like bass, bluegill, crappie. But it's just a great opportunity to really see what's out there in our river system. Wow. Well, you know, just a great opportunity for kids to get exposed to it, right? I mean, it, it really is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've seen an influx of, of, of fishing 
being taken up as a hobby over the last couple of years because when you wanted to get outside, you if you go to the great outdoors, well, pretty much COVID-free out there, and, and a lot of people were doing that. Plus, with the necessity of, you know, uh, teach a man to fish, you can fish forever, right? You can eat forever. Um, and it, it, I think it's it's definitely spurred a lot of interest in uh, in getting into the great outdoors. Well, no, I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, we saw a big increase in in fishing licenses two years ago when the you know the COVID kind of hit. Lots, lots, and lots of people were truly taking up the sport of fishing. Okay, yeah. when I think of it, I'm sorry to interrupt. The no. uh, the big the, mm-hmm. when I when I picture the big tank. Have you seen the video on YouTube? The guy at Bass Pro who jumps in, who jumps in and yeah. swims across. Yeah. <laughs> that, I was sick of that, that tank. That was that, Mark. That was not Mark. <laughs> so I'm guessing it probably takes a tractor trailer to haul that thing up here, doesn't it, Scott? Well, actually, it's a big, it's a huge, big uh, three fifty. Okay, uh, is what brings it up here. And actually, yeah. he, we don't, don't doesn't have water in it when they bring it. But this guy's name is Jason Reynolds, and and like I said, he comes up from Oklahoma. He does all this all over the United States. But he's such a, an entertaining person. It's just worth coming to the fishing fair just to see that. And if you see nothing else, it's just it's just pretty neat to watch one of the shows. Well, for people that are just tuning in today, let's remind you, we're talking to Scott Isringhausen, Illinois Department of Natural Resources, Urban Fishing Coordinator. And this fishing fair we're talking about is coming up June 11th. you still got time to plan for it out at Pear Marquette. That's on a Saturday uh, from 10 to 4. So there's a big chunk of the day when people can show up and it's free, right? It's a hundred percent free. Sure is. And the other part is, if you don't have a fishing license, uh, my information says you don't need that, and you don't even need to bring your own fishing pole. But if somebody wanted to bring their Snoopy pole, would that be okay? That would be fine. There's probably not a lot of opportunity to use it, but I guess like in the, we got a little blue a bluegill pond. I mean, a person could use it. You know, in that what we have there, we actually have some homemade cane poles, the old fashioned way, made out of you know old fashioned cane, and that's really what we use there. So. You know, they can bring it, but there's probably not a lot of reason to bring it, to be well, honest with you. It's kind of like going to Bush Stadium with your ball glove, you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to catch one, <laughs> you know. And it happens yeah, occasionally. It does. <laughs> it does. And then, then you got the guy that's holding the baby who catches the ball in his bare hand. See that the other <laughs> right? day? Right, that was awesome. That was awesome. And he was feeding the baby, right, at the same time? It seems like it. He held the bottle with one hand and reached out and caught the ball <laughs> before it hit his wife or girlfriend in the head. And they said, sign him up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not? That sounds like a well, great idea. Good deal. And uh, uh, so about how many people uh, do you expect at this, uh, and do you have a limit of how many people you can handle for this uh, six-hour event? We do not have a limit, and typically we get about 2,000 kids plus parents and adults, so somewhere wow. between four to 4,500, maybe 5,000 people. But it's, you know, it's it's huge. I mean, it starts from one end of the, you know, kind of one end in front of the old log cabin or the visitor center, goes all the way in front of the lodge, and like I say, we'll have, you know, 30 different numbered stations. I mean, we have casting. We have a, a bow and arrow station where we shoot uh, not at real fish, but at fake fish swimming in a in a tank. We have uh, um, a thing called uh, first, take, first aid tackle box. So we got some safety stuff in there as well. We got fly tying. We got um, things like uh, healthy, healthy fish and, and, and activities like that. We got jug fishing. We got a thing called one cast where the kids can actually try to cast. This is kind of what you were talking about earlier, where they cast into a swimming pool. If they get in that swimming pool, they actually leave with a prize, whether it be a fishing pole, tackle box, or maybe even an overnight stay to to Marquette State Park Lodge. Wow! Yeah, you brought you brought up memories of winning the tackle tackle box. That was great. I was never in a tournament like that, or never in a competition like that. But as a kid growing up in Minnesota. 
Oh, my 10,000 lakes, actually 14,000. But uh, we used to go fishing. The whole family would rent out a whole resort, and it was fantastic. Getting up early with my grandfather, going fishing. We go out one morning, Tuesday or Wednesday of the week. We catch nothing. We come back. He gets my grandmother in the boat. They take off. I go to eat pancakes. They come back with a boat full of bullheads, which is similar to a catfish. A hundred of them. A hundred, they, they couldn't get their pole in the water quick enough. They were almost jumping in like in the Bible. It, it was just amazing, and I missed that by that much because I wanted to eat pancakes. So that's one of my good memories. Good trade-off. <laughs> yeah, right? You got pancakes. That's good. <laughs> that's right. 39 of them that day, actually. I'm not kidding. 39 yeah. pancakes, Mark. So, so uh, I have to ask, uh, Scott, is, is this the first time you've held this in a while because of the pandemic? Are you just bringing it back this year? Well, actually, last year we moved it to October. It's typically in this part of June most years, but we did have to cancel it two years. One year because one year because of the pandemic, and one year because of that we had a bad flood like three years ago. Okay. But but so so really we had it last year in October, and we moved it to to, to June for this year. Okay. Well, we can't go uh, we can't go without talking to Scott without asking the question, because we have had you on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors in the past, Scott Azringhausen. It's not like Smith or Anderson. Uh, have you done the 23andMe? Did you find out if there's a, a connection to the baseball world at all? Well, well, there is a little bit, yes. Oh, yeah, you've done some investigative work. Okay, good. So, Is there a connection? Well, I think so, yes. You're not going to say what? Well, I can't tell you everything on the air. <laughs> I had to ask. Sorry. That's all right. You did. It's a fair question. It, it really is. I thought. Well, I think that's fantastic. You know, we've noticed here with events we've scheduled at the radio station that um, people are ready to get out. They're ready to do these things again. Uh, fishing can be sort of a one-on-one experience in a lot of cases. I, I love it. The idea of getting kids more involved. I, I just think Scott, since you're the urban fishing coordinator, I'm looking at I'm looking at that. That would be the UFC coordinator. So if you shortened it to that, yeah, you, you yeah. see the excitement you're building there you, for you this event. You got a whole other world of people coming. <laughs> I, I, I'm liking you guys more and more every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And does anybody call you Izzy? They do. Whenever I was in high school and grade school, that's what everybody okay, called me. Okay. Yes. Just uh, trying to seal up that part of the story. The <laughs> UFC. The UFC is putting on. I'm just kidding. That's great. Well, I think that's great. Just a reminder, Saturday, June 11th, Pierre Marquette State Park up near Grafton. Everyone's been up the River Road. You, you know where it is. A 10 to 4 that day. You don't need reservations. You show up. There's no limit. They're expecting a couple thousand people over the course of the day. Uh, and it sounds like a great time. Take your kid. You don't have to take a fishing pole. They don't need a license. They're just going to have a great experience with mom or dad or whoever takes them or grandpa. And but what a great deal. Where can people find out more information on that, Scott. You, you can actually go to the Illinois Department of Natural Resource webpage and just type in Two Rivers Family Fishing Fair when you get to that page. Or if you'd like to call the park, it's 618-786-3323, and they can definitely give you some, some, some more information on it as well. And a couple things we didn't mention that, we're, that we are going to have, we're going to have a guy by the name of Alex Nagy. He's from up in the Quincy area. He's a professional cat fisherman. He's actually going to give away a six-hour guided uh, cat fishing trip. And then also a guy from Oklahoma, known by the name of Todd Huckleby, which he's a, a world-class uh, crappie fisherman. So he's going to be there as well. So kind of some things that some of the adults will en- enjoy as well. So just a couple new things this year. 
All right, bring in your fishing stories. Definitely do that because we all got them if you fished. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, Izzy, thank you so much. I'm going to call him Izzy since we're, you know. <laughs> you friends. friends. Well, kind of right. now. It's yeah. two times on Second Amendment <laughs> Radio. Anyway, thank you so much for the information. And, and uh, we, we really hope it's a, a fantastic event and good weather. And like you said, Mark, people are wanting to get out. Even the cool weather this past week is like, I'm wearing a hoodie. What? I know. This is crazy. <laughs> Where's the heat and the sunshine? Need some of that. Scott Isringhausen, thank you. We'll talk again soon. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure, our friend. Thank you very much. We we, we do appreciate it. Hey, coming up, uh, if whew, Congress is always up to something, dabbling with your Second Amendment rights, believe it or not, some Republicans voted for this one for some odd reason. We're going to talk to my friend Michael Hammond. He's the legislative uh, the legislative branch of Gun Owners of America. When we come back on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. the great outdoors glad you are back with us you know there's lots of things that um we're being distracted from in america right now because of big issues that oh i don't know are going on at the supreme court and in the meantime uh people in congress and otherwise are sneaking in the back door and uh, trying to damage your second amendment rights we're lucky to have michael hammond with us he's legislative counsel for the gun owners of america uh, michael welcome into the second amendment radio in the great outdoors thank you yes uh hello bo hello mark and hello to my, all my old enemies in st louis <laughs> hold on hold on this is the first time i'm speaking to you you got to explain that line right there are you chuck norris in disguise uh well uh, might as well be i i, I went to uh college and was in ROTC during the Vietnam War. Oh, wow. At wow. They, they physically burned down our building. They spit on me in campus. They tried to jerk off my uniform. Oh, my wow. goodness. And wow. uh, you're here to talk about it. Wow. <laughs> well, well, we're no, not talking about that. I'm here to talk about something completely different. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I know, but you're, you you survived. That's my point. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I survived. Somehow. And WashU still asks you for money, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. They want me to come to a reunion. Yeah, no kidding. Well, uh, before we get into the meat of the conversation, this segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. They are your gun concierge in De Pere, just off Manchester Road uh, and 270. Look for the tennis shop because it's right next to that. That is where I've begun the process of uh, purchasing a suppressor for my firearm. My first one ever, excited about it, and they say that 90 days is a reality. It could happen that quickly because it used to happen maybe 10 months or a year. Check out RazorbackArmory.com if you're in the uh, in, in, if you're in the uh, the thought of maybe getting a suppressor for your firearm. Yep. RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you. Hey, you know, uh, Michael, I was fortunate enough to have you on my show this past week, and one of the things we talked about was this uh, uh, Violence Against Women's Act yes. that uh, they passed in Congress, and and I yes. was interested as I read a little more about that that it took a number of Republicans, apparently eighteen of them, in order yes. to get that thing passed in the Senate. Uh, but there were it was such a voluminous bill yes. that I, I don't I'm not trying to excuse well, any of them. There was stuff in there that that was damaging to the Second Amendment. 
Yeah, well, it was stuck in the omnibus appropriations bill. Okay. Uh, you All know, right. they negotiated it for a year, and they went back and forth, and we were able to get some really bad gun mm-hmm. stuff out. Uh, and by bad, I mean uh, uh, the police break down your door in the middle of the night to seize your guns based on an anonymous complaint. Uh, we were able to get that out, but... In the end, uh, it was a 2,700-page bill crafted by Pelosi, and uh, you were given 48 hours in order to look at it. Now, what could go wrong there? (laughs) I thought we stopped that. I I thought we tried to pass some rule where they couldn't do that anymore. Do they just make up the rules as they go along? Oh, yeah. They <laughs> they don't have any rules of oh. the federal government. You you think that they obey their own laws? Uh, they, they do whatever the heck they want in order to achieve more or less what they want. Uh, the, uh, the Violence Against Women's Act, I mean, they... It's, it's, it's been around for a long time. It gives a lot of money to Democrat constituents, and yet... Uh, they succeed in convincing the Republicans every time that unless they accept a whole bunch of other Democrat priorities, in addition to money for Democrat constituencies, that they are uh, they are going to say they're in favor of, of wife beating. But, okay, so, uh, Michael, let me just interject here. See, there's yeah. so many people that never did their homework. They just read the cliff notes or they read the uh, the beginning of an article. When you say violence against women, who wouldn't want to be against that? Yeah, no, no one's for violence against women. And incidentally, a whole lot of women are um, uh, protecting themselves from their abusive uh, exes by going out and purchasing firearms. And a lot of women are finding out that they are having all sorts of obstacles uh, placed on their purchase of firearms. And some women, we can think of one, uh, actually died while she was waiting to get a gun in order to protect herself from her abusive spouse. Wow. Well, let's talk about some of the things they did sneak into there, because I want people to be aware of this. And then, you know, we can talk about who voted for it. Okay. Uh, the... Um now, you know, I, I start out with the notion that a 2,700-page uh, bill crafted by Pelosi, and uh, you have 48 hours to look at it. I mean, uh, you think something could go wrong there? Potentially. Uh, I, 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 think, I, don't think, I don't think voting for this thing because something is embedded in page uh, 2600 right. is a whole lot of excuse. I think you start out with the assumption that uh, Pelosi's up to no good and you work from there. Uh, let's start out with the Violence Against Women's Act had a provision in it which required uh, the federal government, the FBI, to report uh, denials of firearms purchases under the NICS system to report them to uh, law enforcement within 24 hours of a denial. Uh, Now, uh, there are a whole lot of problems with that. Uh, To start out with, there are probably uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of denials. Each year, about 45 get successfully prosecuted. Now, why is that? The answer is because most of the denials are due to FBI computer screw-ups. 
Yeah, and, like, uh, like I, I mine. Think, I think, actually, uh, Mark, you probably have uh, some experience with that. Yeah, I've told that story here on Second Amendment Radio, but I got denied because for some reason the Indiana State Police had a felon who they entered into the system who somehow had the exact same name, but, uh, of course, his other identifying information was different. But for some reason, the system didn't care. It right. saw the same name, flagged me. I got denied under the under the reading of this bill. Uh, they well, would have to send an FBI yeah. agent to interview me. Correct? Yeah, Michael? basically, they would have to investigate you. Wow. Now, there there are a couple of things. Uh, uh, thing one is that uh, a vast percentage of the denials are just. False positives, just false denials. I mean, the second question is, who would have thought that a guy named Mark Cox was somewhere else in this country who had the same name as you? What are the odds? Uh, I mean, a it, lot. It's just such, a, such a strange name yeah. that uh, you wouldn't think that there would be a second one uh, in the entire country. Uh, now, uh, even for those people who are legitimately, quote-unquote, denied, a lot of them are former Iraq veterans who had the VA basically classify them with ADHD. A lot of them were people with unpaid parking tickets. Uh, A lot of them were uh, people who had uh, marijuana cards who didn't think that because their state had legalized marijuana that it was a problem with the federal government. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of marketing about that. For a medical marijuana card, you cannot own a a firearm or you cannot purchase a firearm afterwards and that is a big problem and nobody's talking about that or very little except shows like this yeah yeah and and incidentally a lot of people do a lot of people are told to check the box no and go ahead and purchase that firearm and a lot of people are running into a whole lot of problems as a result of that so i 45 people annually are successfully prosecuted as a result of nicks checks now, uh, there's one other thing, and that is that in other parts of the country, I've been in call-in shows in uh, Michigan, New York, and places like that, and people call in and say, exactly, why am I not getting my next check answered? Well, uh, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the FBI is certainly dragging its feet as it is. I can tell you if they spend uh, the next year investigating the Mark Coxes of the world, you're never going to get a gun. All, all well, 17 of them. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and how does the FBI have the time to do all these follow-ups? And well, it, it doesn't, It of doesn't, course. of course. And, uh, and uh, it's, it basically it's decided to set aside its actual role of, impro- of approving firearms transactions at the federal level and what right. could go wrong there. <laughs> and it's decided to uh, uh, assume a role of obstructing firearms transactions at the national level, because guess what? Joe Biden doesn't like guns. It's true. Well, he likes uh, uh, supporting Ukraine and giving every civilian over there that's willing to fight uh, a firearm. (laughs) I mean, they were literally handing them out by the cases, by the crates, to anybody that would take a firearm, no training at all. We yeah, do have a lot gun- of people, basically, a lot of manufacturers who want to send guns over there uh, found that their uh, uh, export was tied up in all sorts of paperwork as well. So, you know, good, bad, indifferent. Uh, wow. It's uh, the, same, the, same, uh, the same problem is 
facing uh, Ukraine in terms of, of, of Biden's intransigence, uh, intransigence in, in uh, arming the country with, for instance, MIGs that Poland wants to provide. And uh, it's uh, a lot of people are dying as a result of that. Very uh, sad. I mean, We're all seeing it. Well, Michael, what was the other, besides the, the uh, next checks, uh, what was the other thing they included in there? That bill? Oh, well, that, this is uh, sort of important to Missouri. It's a sanctuary state. Yeah. It, it, it has a law, and one of the best laws in the country. I mean, I, I used this as a prototype and got it introduced in South Dakota so that South Dakota could introduce, to, could pass a Missouri like statute. It has a sanctuary, a sanctuary law. Uh, the um, uh, the uh, fairly late in the uh, omnibus bill, there's a provision saying, okay, you have uh, sanctuary jurisdiction, and there are 1,400 of them nationally, federal, state, town, county, etc. 1,400 nationally. Say, okay, you have a sanctuary law. You say you're not going to enforce unconstitutional Biden actions. Well, guess what? We're going to create a federal Biden brigade that's going to go in and take over your state and enforce the gun laws for you. Uh, please explain They're more. They're going to send How? the feds in to do it if your local law enforcement won't cooperate Again, they or don't have deputize the manpo- somebody. They don't, Mark, they don't have the manpower to do our taxes. The IRS <laughs> is behind on manpower. How are they going to do that? Yeah, well, um, you know, uh, the things that Biden... Uh, prioritizes, uh, sometimes get done, the things that he doesn't prioritize, such as the processing your tax return, yeah, that too. Uh, yeah. don't get done. And, and he, certainly is, uh, he certainly is eager to seize your guns, and more eager to seize your guns than he is to give you your refund. Wow. So uh, back to the people that voted for this. To get this through... Um, they needed at least 10 votes, I'm assuming, and they got yeah. 18, including Roy yeah. Blunt. Including Roy Blunt. Yes. Um, the um, What can I say about Roy Blunt? Uh, I guess uh, he won't be here at the uh, end of the year or next January. But uh, I, uh, I actually spoke back-to-back uh, uh, with Roy Blunt at the... Polish embassy when I was basically being given the equivalent of knighthood by the Polish president. And uh, it it is really the most bizarre speech I ever heard. He got up and said, well, thank thank heavens the United States isn't Poland. And this, this was a Polish national day. And I got up after that and said, yeah, but the United States is going to support Poland. We're not going to let you go down the drain. Unlike uh, Roy Blunt was suggesting. My so, so just for the record, like moving forward to when I have you on my show, is it is it Sir Michael Hammond? Uh, uh, that would be a little arrogant. <laughs> but, uh, hey, whatever you, you know, want, Your Honor. It's <laughs> Sir yeah, Michael I'm, Hammond. I'm basically the guy who overturned the Soviet bloc. So, wow, you know, that that'll See? be sufficient. <laughs> That's fantastic. You bring heavy hitters, Mark. No my goodness. kidding. Uh, so, my question would be, uh, what can Americans do? At this point, regarding what we just talked about about this bill, well, uh, if uh, I know Roy Blood is a Republican, but if in fact uh, Republicans make significant gains in November, and, and I, I suspect they will, uh, then uh, the uh, at that point we will have the ability to stick 
amendments suspending uh, these two provisions onto must-pass appropriations bills, which go through. I mean, we we can do a lot if we have both houses of Congress uh, controlled by pro-gunners. And uh, I'm optimistic uh, that that will happen. I'm not saying Republicans aren't capable of screwing it up. But uh, uh, if if we do, we'll have a lot more options. Yeah. Uh, Michael Hammond, our guest, legislative counsel at Gun Owners of America. Of course, the big news this week was the leak of that Supreme Court document. But there's another big case, uh, the gun case, we're waiting on before the end of this uh, term. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's an interesting thing. New York basically requires pistol permits, uh, which, uh, by and large, they don't give out to anyone except maybe the rich and famous and powerful. And so uh, the New York uh, Rifle and Pistol Association or Club uh, 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 challenged uh, New York's uh, pistol permit requirement, and, and secondly, they challenged the arbitrariness in which it was given out or not given out. It was heard by the Supreme Court. It sounds to me as though a majority of the justices, a bare majority, are probably prepared to overturn in some respect uh, the New York pistol permit requirement. Now, it, it may be that it will simply require it to be to rest on objective standards rather than subjective standards, and right. and uh, whether you like like the guy or not. But uh, uh, if in fact uh, the Supreme Court, and and it seems seems uh, recently to have been uh, inclined to paint in broad brush strokes. Unless, of course, uh, the newspapers are successful in cowing, uh, in cowing one or two justices into uh, 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 dropping off of the Alito opinion. Uh, if, in fact, there, there's a broad uh, decision that New York's pistol permit requirement is unconstitutional, uh, that opens a door for a whole lot of other challenges of state law. I mean, the states have, by and large, yeah. since Heller, done more or less whatever they wanted. And the, uh, the uh, courts of appeals and the district courts uh, at the federal level have all said, well, uh, there's safety on one hand, and there's a Second Amendment on the other hand. Safety always wins at the uh, circuit court level. And the Supreme Court has refused to accept any rep- appeals. Yeah. If, in fact, the Supreme Court has shown that it's more receptive to the Second Amendment, that it's receptive not just in name, as it, it was in the Heller decision or the McDonald decision, but it was sympathetic enough to do something, then that, that open, opens up a whole lot of opportunities for us to challenge federal and state laws. Michael Hammond, listen, always great having you on. A wealth of information, Sir Michael Hammond. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, nice meeting you, sir. Nice meeting you, Bo. Where can uh, we get more information about gun owners uh, over Gun owners, period, O-R-G. That's gun owners, period, O-R-G. Outstanding. Michael, we'll, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Uh, good to have him on here. Gunowners.org. Wow.
I, I, you know, I wish I had more time to pay attention, but we're thankful for him. Absolutely, for paying attention. He, he's, he's up there on the. He's filling the breach. Yes. for your Second Amendment rights. Uh, Gun owners does great work. Go check him out. All right, that does it for us. We're out of time. Share this podcast if you're hearing it as a podcast. Uh, and thanks for listening to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you next week. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.